I'm of storm. He know exactly what we need before we are in need of it. And so I just want to encourage everyone to be faithful with your giving, um, to be faithful with your temple, with your time, with your talents. Uh, be available to God. I love that song that says, Lord, I'm available to you. Use me, Lord, my hands, my feet, my eyes, my ears, whatever it is, Lord, use me up. Um, show me your way, oh God, because I want to be a, a vessel and I want to be prepared to um, receive you when you come in that great getting up morning. So I want to just encourage everyone to give um, I, and I, you know, uh, you can go to our website at um, Top SDA Church. Um, uh, if you can go there, you can find all the different ways of being able to support this ministry. Um, you can go to our conference website at the Central States um, Conference.org. You can go there and and you can click on the give um, button and you can you know, give that way as well. Um, or you can contact one of the elders or one of the leaders in the church. Amen. And, We'd be more than happy to stop by and retrieve that gift from you, um, or you can just mail it to the church. Amen. Um, but either way, we want you to be faithful. We don't want to allow this pandemic. We don't want to allow circumstances to cause us to do um, to, um, to to sell God short. Amen. So we want to encourage everyone to be faithful with your giving. Be faithful with your tithe and offering. Um, Elder Lee, I don't know if you are available now to be able to share. Um, Sister Lakita screen with us. Um, if not, we'll go to the special music by the choir. Amen. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. There she is, Sister Lakita. Happy Sabbath, everybody. I want to say it is. it has been an awesome experience being married uh, all of these years. And it's a wonderful experience. And it's really great to have someone that is helping you make it to heaven because that's what, what marriage is all about. And it seems like marriage, I think I'm just going to take a little time to talk about this just for a second, Pastor. But it seems like marriage, um, when we think about it, we think of happy times and good times. And that's true. And we think that happy times and good times will lead us to heaven. But also there's those difficult times and those hard times. There's times brought on by illnesses that show us who we are as partners and what we are about as partners. There's difficult financial times. There's times where there may be family troubles that's outside of this family. And you may be you know, um, steered to either choose one or the other side, which may pit you against each other. But you know, marriage is, is for you two to come together and be one. And it's a challenge. And it's a challenge that is intended for you to make it to heaven together. And it's a challenge for you to enjoy and to um, um, really, really, really develop the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit. So I'd like to say uh, happy anniversary to Mr. Carroll. He's an awesome man. I could go on and on just talking about him. But we're going to, this is stewardship time. It's not Lee Carroll's time. So we're going to move on. So I want to bring back to you and remind you that this is the year of the Christ. Last year was the year of COVID and it ran rampant. It ran all rampant through all of our, all of our lives and indeed took some people's lives. But let Jesus run rampant in your life today. I want to remind you that um, stewardship is about devoting your time, your talent, your temple, and your treasure to God. That's what it's about. It's about giving your life completely over to God. So today, I've done it before, I'm gonna do it again. We're gonna focus on our time. 
What are you doing with your time? Time is so important, mainly because it is a one resource that is limited. You can have plenty of talents because if you use one talent, it will develop another talent. The more talents you use, the more talents you will receive. You, you can use um, your temper. Well, that's limited too by time. But you can develop your body to become as good as Simone Biles if you commit yourself to that goal. And your treasures can be infinite. We see that with the Bezos and the Gates, billions of dollars. And there's even a person who have a trillion dollars already. So there is no limit on everything but time. Time is limited. So we can be so busy that we neglect doing the most effective thing with our time, and that's prayer. And here's some results of prayer. Um, Enoch, when he prayed, he prayed himself into heaven, walked right into heaven with God, just constantly talking to God. Moses prayed, and the Red Sea moved out of his way, and it yielded to him dry land that hundreds of thousands of people, children, animals, walked across dry land. He prayed and ended slavery, and Moses also prayed and brought down a whole kingdom. Who says that we can't pray for our leaders of the United States and of all of the countries? Because we know that things are not looking too good right now, so we need to continue to pray. Daniel prayed three times a day, and he was able to spend a whole night in a hungry lion's den. Not with just one lion, but with several of them, but he walked out unhurt in the morning. Daniel, his friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego got together and had a prayer meeting. When was the last time you prayed with your friends, your family? Just get together and have your own prayer meeting. And Daniel was able to tell the king what his dream was. The king had forgotten his dream, but Daniel was able to tell him what the dream was, and then he interpreted the dream for the king. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, as a result of um, prayer, stood up for God and was stood a fiery furnace. I mean, when you talk about a fire, you want to get out of the way. They were put into the fiery furnace, but guess what? God joined them in there, and they were walking around, talking, came out, not a hair was burnt. This is a re result of prayer. Sometimes, and sometimes we are saved from the fire, but we are with God while we're in the fire. And you know what? We come out unburnt if we pray. Elijah said a simple prayer and the fire came down from heaven. He didn't pray all day. He didn't pray all night. Just a simple prayer. He prayed seven times and ended a three-year drought. Sometimes we have to persist in prayer. Sometimes it seems like there's so much in our lives that's out of our control. And it is out of our control. Illnesses are out of our control sometimes. Sometimes our children's behavior, especially grown children, is, is out of our control. But we know a person who controls all things. We know a God that controls everything. And we must persist in prayer. Jesus spent all night in prayer. He was able to pay, to pay taxes from the mouth of a fish. How many of you would like to go out, go fish, and have a good time and be able to pay your $2,000 tax bill as a result? He fed a multitude of people with seven loaves of bread and five fish. He cast out demons. He healed the chronically sick. He raised others from dead. His clothes were so filled with the power of the Holy Spirit that when faith touched his robe, healing was given to the sick person. A seemingly unanswered prayer by Jesus, which was, let this cup pass from me, not my will, but thine will, Lord, brought salvation for a whole world. Some prayers aren't answered the way we desire them to be, but so many people, so many people are blessed by the prayer. He raised himself from the dead. Jesus spent all night in prayer. 
sometimes we just have to spend all night in prayer. We just got to give it that time in order to get the results that we want. The disciples prayed in the upper room. They brought down the spirit of the, the, the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit. They spoke in their native tongue and every man from all different nations heard in their own language. If you're having a communication problem in your home, at your job, we're at your church, pray about it. Get with someone, be on one accord and pray. Peter, when he walked past the sick and his shadow fell on them, they were healed. People were bringing their uh, sick people out into the streets so that as Peter walked, he didn't have to look at them, he didn't have to touch them, he didn't have to breathe on them, he didn't have to cough in their direction. All he had to do, all they had to do was let the shadow fall on him. Who wants to be filled, so filled with the power of God that when we walk past a person, they are better off because of our presence and because maybe even just our shadow fell on them. So how do you pray? First, you want to pray, give God some praise. I always ask for forgiveness of sins because we cannot be able to be blessed when sin is standing between us and God. So always confess your sins to God when you're praying. Thank God for anything and everything, for the water, for the flower, for the trees, for your hair, for your eyebrows. Learn to be grateful for what you have right now. And then don't limit God. Ask for anything and everything. Don't be afraid. Some people will say, you ask for something and you better be careful because you might get it. Exactly. That's why you're praying for it. We want you to be faithful. And then we, and after you ask God, know that you're, work, you're walking towards the answer. So you have to move out in faith. You have to go and do the things that it takes. I read where it says, put yourself in the way of blessings. Move yourself where you can get the blessings. In other words, don't ask for a, 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 a godly man and hang out at, at the bar. Those are two different things. You're going to get a different answer to that prayer. So go do the things that you need, you believe you need to do. And then what God tells you to do, do that first. But if you're not hearing God, because so many people say, I don't hear God, start moving, moving towards and doing the things that you believe and know already to do. And then trust God that he's going to lead you further down the path. The most effective and useful thing we can do every day, several times a day is pray. Spend more time praying and look for the outcomes. Look for the blessing. Don't say I pray look for it, talk about it, when this happens, when, you know, I know my daughter's going to be better, when you're, when you're off drugs, honey, when you get your money, when, start praying, and pray for people, pray with people, pray by yourself, God answers prayer, so we ask you to join us with your prayers, pray for our ministry, pray that the Lord will touch hearts, and allow him to touch your hearts, we ask you to support our ministries, you can contact us at our webpage, which is topsdachurch.org, or you can give us give through Cash App with dollar sign top giving. And mostly, we want you to join us in ministry, pray for other people, pray for yourself, and above all things, let the Lord lead you in whichever direction that you um, that He would have you to go. Trust God; He answers prayers. Make today a good day and a happy Sabbath day, and above all things, make it a, this, this day one of the days of Christ, that you are going to follow Christ day by day. Make today a happy day. And we're going to turn this back over to Pastor Fields as he brings to us our next segment um, for the program, for our church service.
And as we wait for him, I'd like to say a little bit more about marriages and uh, remind you that we have a marriage workshop coming up on June 6th. And this marriage is called a date nap night. Now, myself and Mr. Carroll, we do participate in date night. And it's been very fun. I like it. It's not heavy. They don't do those games where I have to answer questions and get them all wrong. Um, but we are, you know, learning a lot, learning about other couples and spending time with other couples so that we can um, be better and serve each other better and be better partners and better friends. Also, I want to talk about the 12 Step Success Program. And we are having, on, we're on step five. We should be sending out our next um, homework assignment and it'll be um, step five. So if you'd like to join us, then send us a text or, or, or a message today saying, I'd like to be a part of this 12 Steps for Success program. Um, this program is going to be here. Um, is going to be the fourth weekend at five, the fourth Sunday of every month at five o'clock. Make today great and here's Pastor Fields. I'm still not hearing you, Pastor. 
and amen, and amen again. Praise God, everybody. God is good. We're having some challenges in the house today, but you know, whenever, whenever, whenever you, and, and, and we're a little off script, and we're a little off script, I'm just going to invite my wife to come and help me out with my monitor right here. Amen. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I hope that you can hear me now. I believe that this is a word that the Lord um, have in store for us today. Um, we had a powerful time on Wednesday, um, prayer meeting. The enemy is upset. You know, I was told that if everything is going great in your life, if you're not having any struggles, if you're not having any challenges, if you're not having any issues, amen, then you might need to check yourself, amen. Um, but with all the issues that we're dealing with today online, amen, this is, this is, you know, you can't, you can't, um, you know, you can't create this monster. Come on, somebody. But this is, these are real live issues that we're having here. And, but we know that God's word still needs to go forward. This is just an attestment um, to the character of the people of God as we go through life. And, and when you're dealing with, you know, have different challenges and different issues that unexpected, you know, they're unexpected. You didn't plan for it. Um, you didn't look for it. You didn't ask for it. Um, but yet, um, it's still here. Amen. And so we want to just encourage everybody to keep us in prayer. Amen. Uh, just keep us lifted up. Keep us before the throne of God, because I believe that what God has in store for us today is a very powerful word. Um, thank you so much for the special music from our top um, uh, praise team, our choir. We thank God for you, Brother Lee. You're doing an awesome job. Stay encouraged, my brother. It's all good. Amen. It's all good. The word will go forward. The Bible says that God's word will not return to him void. Matter of fact, these glitches that we're having, amen, is just giving somebody an opportunity to make it to the, to the online feed, amen. We probably would have been so far down the road when they got here, amen, they would have missed their blessing. But the Lord had to hold us up a little bit, amen. God had to call, you know, the, some stuff had to jump. You know, what the devil meant for bad, come on now, God meant it for good. And so these little glitches is not going to set us back. It's not going to, you know, get us out of our, you know, our blood pressure isn't going to rise. Come on, somebody. We're not going to stroke out because things aren't going smooth. Amen. They're going as smooth as smooth can be because this is the day that the Lord has made. And we shall rejoice and be glad in it. And I believe that there is a word for the Lord, so from the Lord. And so we want to just go ahead and get right into that word. I know that your prayers, you know, we normally write our prayers down, Sister Melody. Uh, First Lady, she normally write those prayers down. We go over those prayers. But what I want to encourage you to do is still log those prayers down. Uh, uh, still let the devil know we're still going to pray over those prayers. Amen. But we're going to do it at the end. Come on, somebody. Uh, uh, so still log those prayers down. My wife is standing by as always. Amen. Ready to write like the typewriter. Come on, somebody. She's writing those prayers down. We're going to log them down. And we're going to, the devil's not going to shut us down. Oh, no. See, we, 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 we improvise. We, we, we overcome. Amen. By the blood of the lamb. And so we're going to write those down. But right now we just want to go ahead and get into the word of God. Well, we want to just go ahead and spend this time in the word. Um, and then we'll have our prayer time at the end. So go ahead and write those prayers down. Please log those prayers down. Um, and we'll pray over those prayers at the end. Um, but right now, if you could just bow your head with me um, as we um, open up with a word of prayer. Father God, again, we thank you so much for what you have done and what you're doing. Um, we thank you for what you are about to do in the name of Jesus. 
Father God, um, we thank you for all the different turns that this um, service has taken thus far, all the different nuances that has, that has, that has come about. Uh, uh, we give you praise. Amen. Uh, we still give you honor. We still give you glory. Um, we still give you honor. We still thank you, God, um, for allowing us to come and be a part of this platform. And so as we now enter into thy word, we ask you to speak to our hearts, our minds, speak to our spirit. Somebody needs to hear a word from you today. And I believe, oh God, that there is a word from the Lord. And so, Father, have your way. Do what you do, oh God. I must now decrease that the word of God may increase. This we do pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen again. You know, I am a firm believer in the prayers uh, of the righteous. And I believe that as we stand here, as we come together on these different days, different platforms, amen, um, that we're able to, that God is able to do great work through us. Um, and so it's not about us, um, but it's about him. And so every, every turn, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, because I've learned that you cannot, you cannot outbeat God, no matter how the storms may rise, no matter how the winds may blow, it doesn't matter because they can never blow harder than God. Amen. And the tide can never rise higher than God. And so at the end of the day, everything must be channeled through God. And so if he allowed us to come to this place, amen, then he has a plan for us. So I want you to be encouraged. Amen. I want you to be encouraged today. Amen. God is good. Turn with me, if you will. We just want to jump right into this here um, word today. Uh, turn with me to the book of First Samuel, First uh, Samuel chapter one, Amen. Um, and we want to start with verse one. Um, second, I mean First Samuel, chapter one, and we want to start with verse one, and we're going to read all the way down to verse twenty-eight. Again, that is First Samuel, Amen. This is in the Old Testament, right after the book of Ruth, Amen. Um, and we want to start with chapter one. And we want to read all the way down to verse 28. There we go, right there. Um, here we go, right here. Um, 1 Samuel chapter 1, beginning at verse 1, and we'll read all the way down to verse 28, the whole chapter. Now, there was a certain man of, of Raphidim, um, Zophon, of the mountains of Ephraim, and his name was Alkani, uh, the son of Jeroham, the son of Elihu, and the son of Tahu, the son of Zuf, and Ephraimite. And he had two wives. The name of one was Hannah, and the name of the other, Paniah. Now, Paniah had children, but Hannah had no children. And this man went up from his city yearly to worship and sacrifice to the Lord of hosts in Shiloh. Also the two sons of Eli, um, Hophni and Panahas, the priest of the Lord, were there. And whenever the time came for Elkanah to make an offering, he would give portions to Paniah, his wife, and to all her sons and daughters. But to Hannah, he would give a double portion, for he loved Hannah, although the Lord had closed her womb. And her rival also provoked her severely uh, to make her miserable because the Lord had closed her womb. 
So it was year by year when she went up to the house of the Lord that she provoked her before she wept and did not eat. Therefore, she wept and did not eat. And then Alkani, her husband, said to her, Hannah, why do you weep? Why do you not eat? And why is your heart grieved? Am I not better to you than ten sons? And so Hannah rose after they had finished eating and drinking in Shiloh. Now Eli, the priest, was sitting on the seat by the doorpost of the tabernacle of the Lord. And she was in the bitterness of soul and, and prayed to the Lord and wept in anguish. Then she made a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if you will indeed look on the afflictions of your maidservant and remember me and not forget your maidservant, but will give your maidservant a male child, then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life. And no razor shall come upon his head. And it happened as she continued praying before the Lord that Eli watched her mouth. Now Hannah spoke in her heart, only her lips moved, but her voice was not heard. Therefore, Eli thought she was drunk. So Eli said to her, how long will you be drunk? Put your wine away from you. But Hannah answered and said, no, my Lord, I am a woman of sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor intoxicating drink, but have poured out my soul before the Lord. Do not consider your maidservant a wicked woman, for out of the abundance of my complaint and grief, I have spoken until now. Then Eli answered and said, go in peace. And the God of Israel grant you your petition, which you have asked of him. And she said, let your maidservant find favor in your sight. So the woman went her way and ate, and her face was no longer sad. Then they rose early in the morning and, and worshiped before the Lord and returned and came to the house of, of, of Ramah. And Elkanah knew Hannah, his wife, and the Lord remembered her. So it came to pass in the process of time that Hannah conceived and bore a son and called his name Samuel, saying, because I have asked for him from the Lord. Now the man Elkanai and all his house went up to offer to the Lord the yearly sacrifice and his vow. But Hannah did not go up, for she said to her husband, not until the child is weaned that I will take him. Then I will take him, that he may appear before the Lord and remain there forever. So Elkanah, her husband, said to her, do what seems best for you. Wait until you have weaned him. Only let the Lord establish his word. Then the woman said to the nurse, her son, until she had weaned him, 
Now, when she had weaned him, she took him up with her with three bulls, one um, ephah of flour and a skin of wine and brought him to the house of the Lord and Shiloh. And the child was young. Then they slaughtered a bull and brought the child to Eli. And she said, oh, my Lord, as your soul lives, my Lord, I am the woman who stood by you here praying to the Lord for this child. I prayed and the Lord has granted me my petition, which I asked of him. Therefore, I also have let him and the Lord lent him. To the Lord, as long as he lives, he shall be lent to the Lord. So they worship the Lord there. I know that was pretty lengthy. Amen. But may the Lord add a, ble a rich blessing to the reading and hearing and doing of his word. Today, I just want to speak briefly on the topic. Give me so that I can give back to you. Give to me so that I can give back to you. Let us pray. Father God, again, we thank you once again for allowing us to gather today. We thank you for watching over us, keeping us and holding us ever before your presence. Speak to us through thy word. This we pray in Jesus name. Amen. And amen again. Very powerful story here <clears throat> found in the book of First Samuel. Um, a very familiar story. You know the story um, of Hannah. Um, childless. Um, you know the story of the prayer that she prayed. Uh, now, of course, every Old Testament historical narrative is capable of being viewed in at least two um, perspectives. Uh, uh, in a on a on a on, on a high perspective, or should I say, a macro cosmetic perspective, uh, uh, which is the big picture. You can look at it from a big picture, or you can focus in and and, and narrow down on the situation itself. You can make it more of a a, a micro uh, a, a type of scenario. Uh, uh, but 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 nonetheless, how we want to approach this today, we want to look at the micro versus the macro. Uh, and so when we look at the passage here in First Samuel and we understand what was going on in the story, there are at least three things I want us to um, home in on, three things that I want us to take away from this story uh, of Hannah. The first thing I want us to understand is that I want us to see, first of all, Hannah's desperate circumstance. Hannah was in a very, very uh, a difficult situation. Uh, uh, we are introduced to this family by way of Elkanai and Hannah, his first wife. Elkanai is a man of some means of, who, who has two wives, amen? Two wives uh, to start out with, but he's also a godly man. Uh, he's a man, uh, 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 if you will, uh, that, that uh, trusts God, a man uh, that believes God, a man uh, that follows the principles of God. And he seems on several occasions in this passage that he wants to observe the ritual of worship. He, he, he wants to go to Shiloh and he wants to worship uh, on this annual basis. This is what he did. This is what he was accustomed to. This is a long, uh, uh, this, this, is, this is long before Jerusalem became the basis of the temple, uh, you understand? In, in other words, the tabernacle is now resting in Shiloh. In other words, 
pillars there. There, 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 are, there are gates and, and pillars uh, spoken of here. Something of a more solid uh, a structure has perhaps by this means uh, has erected around this place of worship. In other words, this Alkanai, he will attend this worship service on a regular basis. This man of God, this one uh, who, who, who sought to please God, this young man who sought to follow after God. But yet we see here that uh, his faithfulness and his dedication uh, uh, to, the, to the true God uh, 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 compared to, 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 to Hannah's situation, no matter how faithful he was, Hannah's situation, Hannah's circumstances and her perspective was still worse. In other words, Hannah's situation had not gotten bad. No matter how how her husband prayed, and, and follow me now. No matter no matter how dedicated her husband was, uh, no matter how uh, he worshipped. In other words, his worship and his dedication and 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 and, and his faithfulness uh, uh, did not change Hannah's situation. Uh, in, in other words, we can we can we can we can very well look in some of the the Old Testament uh, uh, books and, and and some of the context in the Old Testament, particularly in the context of this period of the Old Testament that wasn't all that odd. In other words, we can think of Abraham, uh, although although he wasn't married to two women. We can think of Jacob. In other words, we can think of, of, of later on of Solomon. God seemed to have permitted a, a, a double-wise polygamy, if you will, at certain periods in the Old Testament. But as Paul makes it perfectly clear in the New Testament, it wasn't so from the beginning. It was out of the hardness of man's hearts that God allowed this to continue. In other words, it was a cause of much grief, and it doesn't take great imagination to understand why. To have two wives, it is a very challenging and very, very hard uh, relationship to be in. And Hannah, we are told in verse 5, seemed to be his favorite. In other words, he loved Hannah. Uh, she was his first wife, and at the time of sacrifice, he gives her a double portion. Why? Because the, he loves her very much. And, and, and the text tells us that, it, that, 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 that he loves her. Right, right, right there in the in the text. Uh, but she is barren. She has no children. And the Lord has closed her womb and she's married. And, and so he marries another woman, another young lady, a perhaps maybe even a younger girl as, as my wife stares down at me. Come on, somebody. <laughs> uh, 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 perhaps, but, but perhaps she was a, a little bit younger, a little bit more agile. Amen. This young woman by the name of Paniah, and Paniah had a mouth to match. In other words, this young woman, uh, she was she was flaunted every day. Uh, she loved to rub it in as she looked at as she looked at Hannah as she walked 
through the kitchen. She probably looked at Hannah in, in, in a very sarcastic way, especially, especially when she became pregnant with her first child. And I can just imagine, oh, oh come on now. I, I can just imagine these two women uh, in the house and, and, and these two women as they, as, as they, as they walk from room to room, uh, one is pregnant and one is barren. And, and the one that is pregnant probably every now and again would probably just, you know, in a very sarcastic way, would just rub her stomach. Maybe, 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 just maybe she would, she would even yell out, oh, oh, he just kicked. But 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 here we see that 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 Hannah, you know this 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 young woman, you know, and I praise God for Hannah. You know, we we kind of we 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 kind of under you know sell her a little short. But 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 this young woman, Hannah, a praying woman, you know, she never she never lashed back. Come on, somebody. Now, some of y'all sisters, come on now. Let's just. I know now I know my crowd. I know my crowd. And I know some of y'all, y'all would have, y'all would have lashed back. Come on now. I don't know, you know, I'm I don't know the mind of a woman, but I can just imagine some of you sisters out there would have lashed back. And, 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 and so and so Paniah is having children as often as the seasons will come and go. And there are sons and there are daughters. And, and, and the text seems to imply that there are many of them. Amen. No matter no matter where Hannah went throughout the house, there was a sound of a child either crying or a child complaining. And, and, and at the end of the day, it was a constant reminder that she had no children. And so and so and so her situation, her situation, uh, you know, uh, uh, her circle, it, it, it was a, it was a very harsh reality, uh, uh, reality for her uh, uh, to, to live in. And, and you can just imagine uh, uh, the trips to Shiloh. In other words, you know, let, 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 let alone the conversation in the home. Uh, uh, did Alkanai have both wives under the same roof or were there two homes for them to be in? You know, at the end of the day, whether they're in the same roof, or whether they're next door neighbors, the fact of the matter is that there is another. Uh, there is another. Amen. That there is another. Now, I, I, I don't know about you fellas, but see, we talk about we talk about this man having two wives. <laughs> but if I was to flip the script and change the scenario a little bit and talk about uh, this wife with two husbands, amen. Now, 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 you know, I, I, I know, I know, I know, I know me. I can only speak for me, my brothers. Amen. It wouldn't go down. Come on, somebody. It wouldn't go down that way. Amen. But 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 here here we see that Hannah, you know, her circumstances, it was very devastating. It was very harsh. It was very rough. But not only that, uh, secondly, uh, we can see here in this passage that uh, we can see that Hannah uh, cast herself on the Lord's mercy. Uh, that's what I was saying earlier. You know, I, I, I love Hannah. I love the fact uh, uh, that in spite of all that she was enduring, uh, in spite of all uh, that was taking place, amen, she took her cares 
to the Lord. She's in Shiloh. She made the journey for the annual feast and she's distressed and she's praying. Her lips are moving, but nothing is coming out. She's praying inwardly. She's pouring out her soul to the Lord. Uh, uh, we have all been in that place. Uh, uh, we, we, have, we, we, we all uh, have trials and temptation. Is there trouble anywhere? We should never be discouraged to take our complaints to the Lord, no matter how rough they may be or how heavy the load may be. We shall always be in the mind to take our petition to the Lord. And so she made a vow. She said, Lord, if you, if, if you would do this for me, uh, uh, if, you, if, you, if you would do this for me. She said, Lord, give me a son. You, you see, you, 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 you understand that, 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 that all of us are, are perfectly understand why Hannah is praying for a son. Uh, but what she says is, give me a son and I'll give him back to you. It's an incredible prayer. She says in verse 11, look on my affliction. Remember me and not forget your servant. She seems to be quoting from the book of Exodus chapter 3 when God says, remember the afflictions of Israel in Egypt. She may well be citing that passage. Lord, you are the kind of God that looks on people afflictions. That's the kind of God we have. Uh, we'll look on my affliction. He understands my pain. He understands my affliction. And he looks on my afflictions and he have pity on me. I, I, I praise God that when I go through difficult times, I pray somebody hear me now, uh, when we go through difficult times, that God is right there. He understands your afflictions. He understands your pain. He understands all of your sorrows. God understands your circumstances. He understand where you are. He understand how you got there. He understand how much you are able to bear. Because what we have to understand, just like when Lazarus died and the sisters ran to Jesus and they inquired, Lord, you should have been here. You have to understand that the Lord allowed things to happen because God is trying to save somebody. So God allow afflictions to come. He allow hardships to show up. He allows sometimes one to become a little discouraged because God is working on some things that you can't see and that you can't understand right now. I know, I know, I get it. I realize it, my brothers and sisters. I don't like affliction either. I don't like pain either. I don't like torment either. But sometimes God has to allow the afflictions to show up. Sometimes God has to allow the pain to show up because God is trying to get us into a place of worship. God is trying to get us into a place of trust. Sometimes God has to allow the lights to get shut off because God needs you to understand 
sin, that he has the power to turn them back on. How will you know that God is a healer if you've never been sick? How will you know that God is a provider if you've never been in a situation where you needed to be provided for? How will you know that God is a mind regulator if you never lost your mind? How will you know that God is a heart fixer if you've never been in a situation where your heart has been broken? How will you know that God is a friend that's sticking closer to any brother if you never had friends run out on you, if you never had people talk about you? How will you know that God is a faithful friend, that he is always there, that he will never leave you and he will never forsake you if you've never been in a situation where you had to experience loneliness? God says, I will be there. I have to allow certain things to come upon you. Hannah, I have to allow you to experience barrenness uh, so that you will know uh, that I am the gift of life, uh, that I have the power of life and death in my hands. Uh, how will you know this if you've never gone through it? Uh, how will you know this uh, if you never experienced it? How will you know this uh, if you never come to a point in your Christian walk uh, where everybody ran out on you? How will you know this? And so God had to allow Hannah to experience that. Not only that, let me let me wrap it up. Not only that, but we see here thirdly, as I bring this to a close, I want us to see here uh, that in this, that Hannah realizes that God's purpose are greater than hers. Mm, I need you to understand this, that Hannah realizes that what God had in plan all along, that God had already had a plan all along. And sometimes, my brothers and sisters, God have to allow us to go through some hard times. God have to allow us to go through some hard moments uh, so that he can, we can understand um, that God has already been there all along, um, that he's never stopped loving us, uh, that he never stopped caring for us, uh, that he never stopped uh, 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 leaning towards us, that God has always been there. And so she finds herself in trouble and she pours out her heart and her soul to the Lord. But she comes to the point when she realizes that God's purpose are greater than hers. God moves in a mysterious way. He plants uh, his footsteps in the sea. He rides upon the storms, uh, the deep of under. Uh, uh, God moves mightily upon the deeps of the earth. And unfathomable minds uh, uh, over never failing skills. He treasures up his bright design. In other words, he works his sovereign will. Blind unbelief is sure to error. A scan his work in vain. God is his own interpreter, and he will make it plain. It, 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 God understands. Uh, all of this. And so a few years later, uh, uh, the boy is weaned and, and, and she goes to Shiloh and she fulfills her vow. Now I can understand if some of you are saying to, to this, this this morning because, uh, you know, I, I, I get it. You know, some of us probably would have pulled out. Some of us probably would have we would have we would have reneered. We would have we would have forgotten. We would have got we would have got amnesia. Come on, somebody. But Hannah fulfilled her obligation. Uh, 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 she gave her son. I know, I know, you know, how can a mother just give 
her son up like that? Uh, how can a mother do that? How, how, how can she just give him away? The Bible wonders, you have to understand when you're dealing with God, you know, you can't be God given. Amen. God give to me so that I can give back to you, uh, uh, be it finances, be it health. Give me health, Father, so that I can give it back to you. Uh, uh, give me a sound mind, oh God, so that I can give it back to you, oh God. Give me health, oh God, so that I can give it back to you, oh God. Give me a clean slate, oh God, so that I can give it back to you. You see, Hannah understood. That everything that she owned, everything that she had, everything was wrapped up in God. Hannah understood that. Hannah understood who to turn to, who to talk to, who to run to. Hannah, Hannah understood that it was God, that God and God alone. Hallelujah. She understood that it was God and God alone that have the answers to her situation. Uh, she prayed earnestly. She called on the name of the Lord. She uh, was accused of being a drunkard. Uh, she was accused, uh, accused of, being, of being drunk on wine. Uh, but you have to understand that sometimes, sometimes uh, in life, uh, we find ourselves in situations that will cause people to think one thing about us and they will miss it every time. You know, you know, I'm, I am reminded of my own experiences in life Well, I was misjudged and I was mis, I was miscalculated. Amen. Uh, I was misread. Amen. Uh, my, you know, they, I said one thing, but they, but they took it as something else. I know we've all have traveled down that road of being misunderstood. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, it, it's about what God says. Come on, somebody. Uh, it, it's about it's about what God is doing in your life, because the truth of the matter is uh, people, people going to see what people going to see. Come on, somebody. People, pe people going to do what people going to do. Hallelujah. But I want to encourage us this morning uh, that we do what God is calling us to do. And that whatever your situation is, whatever your circumstances are, whatever, whatever your plight may be, uh, that you never lose sight of the God that you serve. Amen. It's not always easy and it's not always pretty and it's not always plush. But at the end of the day, it's always about God. Now, what we want to do today, amen, we want to have a special prayer. Amen. I know my wife wrote some prayers down. Amen. And we're going to go ahead and go into our special prayer time. So I pray that you have already logged those prayers down because I believe that God want to answer prayer just like he answered Hannah's prayer. Amen. Just like he had to take Hannah through that crucible moment, just like he had to take Hannah through that period of loneliness and, and that, 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 that period of being, of being talked about, that period of being felt like she was inadequate, uh, just like uh, uh, Hannah had to experience that, amen, it made her now a better mother, uh, a better worshiper, amen, uh, uh, her sacrifice increased, amen by 100%. Amen. She gave her whole son back to God. Amen. And so God allow us to go through things and we experience things because God is trying to bring us closer to him. And today, oh God, today, family of God, I believe God want us to be drawn closer to him. 
So I want to encourage you as the prayers come. Amen. Thank you so much. As the prayers come, thank you so much that we are able uh, to pray over these prayers. And I believe that God is going to do some great things. Amen. We want to pray for um, Yveta. Amen. And she's asking for prayer for her family, as well as uh, for the health of her friend, um, Mort Mortis, I believe it is. I don't want to mess up the name, who may have who may have cancer. So we want to pray for her friend um, who may have cancer. Amen. We also want to pray for uh, Gail Monroe, uh, who was requesting for prayer for the Monroe family, the Monroe and Miller family. Uh, we also want to pray for Sister Rose Wellington. Uh, Sister Rose Wellington, one prayer for Randall. Uh, uh, pray for her family uh, and continue to pray for her cousin, Dijon. Um, he's out of the hospital, but still um, is in the woods. He's not still, he's still in the, in the woods, amen? And so we want to pray for uh, these individuals today. I want to add my family uh, to this list of prayers. Ask that you will remember the Harris family in this list of prayers. Continue to cover all of our graduates, um, all of those that will be transitioning to um, higher education. We want to remember them in prayer, anniversaries and birthdays. We just want God to cover. Um, so at this time, if you can just bow your heads with me um, as we look to the Lord in prayer, let us pray. Loving Lord, our Father and our God, again, we thank you so much for what you have done and, and what you're doing and what you are about to do. Uh, Father, we thank you so much for our last night lying down and our early morning rising. Um, we understand and recognize, Father, that it is because of you, not by power nor by might, but by your spirit, saith the Lord. And so we're gathered here today on this platform, Father God, on Facebook, on YouTube, on uh, on the Roku channel, oh God, um, all the different platforms, Father, we give you praise, honor, and glory. Uh, we ask right now, oh God, that you will step in um, Yvette's situation right now. Uh, she's asking for prayer for her family. We ask that you will cover her family. We ask, oh God, that you will bless her in a very special and in a very powerful way. We ask that you will cover um, the health of her friend who was who was diagnosed, oh God, who, who, who may have cancer, uh, may have cancer. Uh, we plead the blood right now, no diagnose, but may have. Uh, but Father, we know that you're able to step in and change all of that around. Um, and you can take that may have into a not have. And, and so Father, do what you do, oh God. Do it now in the name of Jesus. Cover the family, cover them, ease their mind. Ease their hearts, oh God, and their concerns and their worries. We're asking, Father, that you will be with uh, Gail Monroe. Uh, cover the Monroe family right now. We ask that you will be with them, whatever it is that they're dealing with, whatever, it, whatever circumstances that may be ailing them right now, that you will go before them and make your presence known. We ask that you will be with the Miller family. Continue to cover the Miller family right now, oh God. Let them know that you are a bomb in Gilead, that you have them in the palm of your hand, oh God. We ask that you will cover them like never before. Let your presence be made known, Father. Go before this platform. We ask that you will step in their situation. Thank you for their faithfulness and their dedication to the service. 
We ask that you would be with Sister Rose Wellington, God. We thank you for her faithfulness and thank you for her dedication. Ask that you will continue to watch over the Randall family, oh God. Uh, uh, Sister Wellington Randall, oh God. We pray for her family. Pray that you will continue to pray for her cousin, Dijon, um, who, who was out of the hospital, oh God, but is not out of the woods yet. So we ask that you will continue to let your presence be made known, your healing power cover his life. We ask that you will watch over him, oh God. We ask that you will be with all of our top family, be with all those that have been tuning in and even those that have fallen off. Lord, this COVID has really uh, presented itself to be a, a challenge to a lot of individuals. This, a lot of individuals, don't, they're not motivated. And individuals don't have the passion anymore. Uh, they have, it's as if, Father, they have lost their love for you. It's, it's, it's so easy to stay in the bed. It's so easy to, uh, to, to, to do so many other things. It's as if it, it don't even, it, the Sabbath don't feel like, Saturday don't feel like Sabbath anymore. Uh, it, it just seemed like another day. I, 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 I'm not as disciplined as I used to, oh God. And individuals, oh God, have fallen away. And individuals, uh, as if the shaking, oh God, this is, this is shaking time. And there have been a lot of saints that have been shook. They're not faithful like they used to. All, all along, the COVID has basically revealed the true you, oh God. And, 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 so, and so help us, oh God, help, help us to get back to that place where we long to be in your presence. Uh, help us to get back to that desire of wanting to worship with you, that, 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 that uh, desire to just want to be with you, oh God. Help us even though we're at home, even though we're not in the church building, oh God, that our level of faithfulness don't diminish because we're not in a building. But Father, it ought to increase, ought to cause us to work harder and to become more determined. We ought not to lose our footing. Don't let the pandemic wash us away like dirty laundry, oh God. But we ask that you will help us to stand firm and stand strong. There are those, oh God, uh, uh, they talk a good talk, amen. They talk a good game, oh God. But the COVID has proven them to be all talk and no action. So Father, help us, oh God. Help us to get back to that place where we are just as committed in a pandemic as if there was no pandemic. We're asking, oh God, that you will help us. We can't do it in our own strength. But I get it, God. We have to ask you like Hannah did. We have to come to the altar and say, Lord, give to me so that I can give back to you. And Father, we'll be ever so mindful to give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. We thank you for this platform. It was shaky at the beginning, but Father, we have made it to yet another end of a, of a wonderful message, a message straight from the throne of God. And so we thank you again. We bless you today, oh God. We give you all praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Let the people of God say amen and amen again. At this time, I just want to encourage you to stand by, stick around, amen. Please don't leave yet, amen, as we'll be um, having um, the special music again um, once we finish with this service today. So again, we thank you for being a part of our top service. 
Welcome to the Tabernacle of Praise family. And again, if you want uh, to connect with us, you can go to our website or go to our, um, you can email us right there on the screen at topsdachurch at att.net. Um, you can view it right there. You can send a message. You can let us know. You can, if you want prayer, um, if you want Bible study, baptism, if you want to reach me, amen. There you have it right there, topsdachurch.net. Um, um, so we thank you again for what you've done, what you're doing, and what you are about to do, oh God. We pray in Jesus' name. Let the people of God say amen and amen again. Hey, Doc, I don't think the sound is coming through. <laughs> 